Hey there. Welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. I love Instagram. No, I love it. I could get lost scrolling for hours. I have to set timers on my phone so I don't just get lost in scrolling because I love to see people. I love to connect with people, especially after the last year or so that we've had. I love to make friends in my phone. If you are listening to this, chances are really good that we have either connected through Instagram or that we already knew each other and that we've deepened our friendship or our connection through Instagram, right? Do you have accounts that you check in with? Friends in your phone that you check in with, you get up, you look at their stories, or you look for their posts, and you don't even really know these people in real life. I can't be the only one who experiences that. That's my favorite part of Instagram. But my least favorite part? With every other scroll or swipe, something stops me. And something makes me pause and there's this tiny voice in the back of my head while I'm looking that says, do you measure up to that? Let me give you an example of what I mean or a few examples. The Fitzbo who's up at 4.30 in the morning getting in her morning workout every single day. I'm not getting in my workout at 4.30 in the morning every day. How do I measure up? Sometimes I see coaches out there that are making six-figure incomes and promising that other people can make six-figure incomes or heck, even six-figure months and promising me that I can do that too. How do I measure up to that? Lately, I've been scrolling and seeing people on vacation, people at the beach, in the sunshine, people with their happy families and their adorable little kids hanging out on the beach. I know I don't measure up to that. What about the perfect plates? I follow a lot of foodie accounts, and every time I scroll, I see someone's amazing food composition, the recipe that's out of this world, and the flavors, and the colors, and the time that they have to do it. My food doesn't look like that. I look at designer homes and designer offices, and then I look around where I am. And my least favorite part of Instagram is falling into that comparison trap. With every flip of the screen, I am both loving and hating what I see. All day, every day, you can get lost in the glamour. You get lost in this alternate reality. Because I think we need to pause and acknowledge the fact that it's an alternate reality or at least a really, really curated one. And you've probably heard it before. I think that I have said it, but I definitely didn't make it up. But it is so true that Instagram is a highlight reel. Even when people are genuine, 
You're following real people that you know, or you're following really genuine professionals. Even then, um, people post authentically, but they're only posting what they want you to see. It's a really tiny curated fraction of what that person wants you to see. Even me, when I post, you know that I love to post food and workouts and family and adventure and recipes and great positive quotes. But I don't post when I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix. I don't post the mornings that I don't really feel like getting out of bed either. Or the times where I should be going to exercise and move my body, but I don't. And I'm scrolling Instagram instead. Nobody sees that stuff, you know? So I think that even when we're posting that we feel sad or bad or messy, we've still chosen that sad, bad, or messy moment in time to show other people. We just don't know all of those other moments. And I'm not necessarily saying it it matters. The friends in her phone don't owe us anything. You don't owe anyone anything when you're posting. And I know there are parts of my life that I would choose to keep private or moments in time that other people don't need to experience with me. But I think that we need to be aware of this reality in order to help us manage our expectations, in order to help us have uh, an authentic connection with the people we're looking at, but also, and more importantly, a realistic expectation of ourselves and help us to avoid that comparison trap. So that's what I want to talk about today is three ways that we can help ourselves acknowledge the Instagram versus reality and avoid falling into that comparison trap. Now, why am I talking about this as part of our health and wellness journey? Um, Because mental health, emotional health, self-love, self-care are first when it comes to taking care of our health. It's really hard for us to build healthy diet, healthy lifestyle, healthy uh, fitness routines if we're not first managing our expectations of ourselves and making sure we're pressing pause on comparing all of our actions and growth and efforts to the ones that other people choose to show us. So the first way that I'd like to share with you for helping to Stop the comparison game is to not be afraid to hit the unfollow button. Don't be afraid to unfollow or hide or mute or whatever language that platform uses. Don't be afraid to unfollow any account that makes you feel anything less than amazing. So if looking at someone's perfect life and their level of achievement that you haven't achieved makes you feel uncomfortable or makes you feel less amazing, hit the unfollow button. If someone is actively promoting or encouraging habits or actions or activities that you feel are unhealthy, either, you know, in practice or for you to be consuming, hit the unfollow button. If an account makes you feel uncomfortable about your body or uses, um, physical image in a way that you are not comfortable with, you don't have to look at it and you don't have to follow. Hit the unfollow button and thank yourself later. If anything is feeling degrading or toxic or uncomfortable or unreal to you in any way, unfollow. You don't need that in your life, right? 
Instead, we want to follow, intentionally follow, accounts that make us feel good. That's step number two. You have the ability to curate what it is that's around you and what it is that you follow and consume. So intentionally following accounts that promote self-love, that promote healthy behaviors, that help um, you connect with other people that are real people and authentic, maybe, maybe seeking out accounts that are um, people you relate to as opposed to accounts that are people you're looking at that feel really far out of reach and that lead you to feel like you are comparing yourself. Look for accounts instead that are people you can connect with who have similar belief systems that you, as you do, who um, encourage self-care. Maybe follow accounts that offer daily affirmations or um, positive mindset. Maybe step away from following and move into the doing space. So maybe in intentionally unfollowing accounts that do not make you feel amazing, you can fill up some of that time, some of that, you know, scrolling time with other activities, um, journaling or craft or hobby or time outside or other things that spark joy in you and that encourage your own healthy self-love practices. That's number two. I kind of rolled number one into number two. So number one is don't be afraid to unfollow. Number two is follow intentionally things that promote self-love and good health and wellness in you, your life, whatever that looks like. Step three is the most important for me, and I hope that it resonates with you. And that is the idea that we create before we consume. This speaks to me because I do create content for the internet and for people like you guys on a regular basis. And I know that I am swayed by what I see. So if I begin my day or begin any portion of downtime by consuming other people's content, I know that that's going to influence what I put out. And then maybe it's not the authentic message of myself that I want it to be. But I also know that if I am consuming what other people have created for me, I'm looking at people's posts, watching people's videos, watching people's reels, looking at people's stories, then I'm consumed. I'm consuming and consumed with what other people are doing and what other people are saying and what other people are thinking. And if we are on our health and wellness journey, Why are we so concerned with what other people are saying and thinking and doing? Maybe we can put that back on ourselves to create more than we consume. We need to be the doers. So we need to be the people who are sharing words with others, who are creating something good in the world, be it for art or for work. Maybe we're the ones out serving others or just the ones out experiencing others, connecting with family and friends, connecting with nature, creating something good in our life. It doesn't have to mean for you um, creating something for social media, but it means doing something before we see what other people are doing. Because I don't know about you, but if I wake up and I grab my phone and I start to scroll I am flipping through pages and pages of what other people have been up to 
before I've had a chance to be up to anything myself that day. And before I might even get out of bed, I could have already compared myself to 20 people and the way that they started their day. Well, if my day, like I said, did not start out with a three-course breakfast or a 4 a.m. home workout or a room full of kids or a beautiful office, if my day didn't start that way, I've already set myself below what I've consumed. If I instead create before I consume, and I'm not just saying this, I have this note taped to the side of my bedside stand. It's the first thing I see when I roll over in the morning, create before you consume. If I take that message to heart, before I can begin comparing myself to other people's highlight reel, I get to start thinking about my own. I get to start incorporating, um, like I said, more of those self-love practices, more of those self-reflection practices. I can take a look at my journal. I can take a look at my goals. I could listen to a song that makes me feel good. I could pick up my house and do some decluttering and start my day off on the right foot. I could take a shower and wash my face and make myself feel good. I could go for a walk and collect some fresh air and some sunshine and some endorphins while I'm at it. And by the time then that I come back to my phone, I might have a different picture of myself and my worth and my capabilities and the kind of day that I'm set up to have. At some point soon in the next few episodes, I'll be sharing with you more about that part, more about morning habits and gaining some control in the day first thing in the morning. I'm excited to share that with you. But for now, I want you to really hang on to that idea that Instagram is a highlight reel, that the most valuable part of our social media platforms can be connecting with other real authentic people, but that that holds one little place in our lives and that the more we can avoid the comparison trap by unfollowing what is toxic for us, following what is good, and then setting it all aside and creating more for ourselves in our lives, I think the happier and um, more confident we will feel. And that's going to put our mindset in the right place for being able to tackle the other healthy habits and the other health and wellness goals that we have our hearts set on. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.